Jones, and this is Make. Now, if there's one story every single person that's run a business or has ever worked for themselves will be able to tell you, it's a horror story about not being paid. And hell, I've got more than my fair share. The guy from the firm that threatened to rough up my business partner when he had the audacity to suggest that we should be paid for the work before giving it to them to publish. The endless checks that were in the post only to be lost, leaving you waiting for another check that was, of course, posted over a weekend that wouldn't arrive till the following week. And even then, it probably wouldn't cash. Even the club promoter that got a flick knife out when I asked him about his massively overdue bill. Now, it can be a nightmare, but it doesn't need to be. There are shortcuts and good housekeeping tips that can keep you out of trouble and keep you solvent and perhaps more importantly, keep you sane because the stress of not being paid is by far the worst element of having poor cash flow. So let's get down to it. First, be clear about what your costs are up front. Don't agree to do open-ended work and don't rely on having simply posted your rate somewhere on a website. Talking about money can be really awkward, but it's a skill that you need to learn if you want to be taken seriously. Make sure there's a document between you and your potential client saying what you're going to do for them. And importantly, what they need to provide to you in order for you to do the job and on what timescales and the budget you'll be doing it for. If it's a granular project, make sure it's to the point of making the assets need to be delivered on time, that they have responsibilities to you and you have responsibilities to them. And if you think it could be the sort of project where there's the possibility of delays, be clear about who's responsible for them, how overruns in budget and time are calculated and adjusted, and at what stage you'll tell them about the additional costs if that event should occur. Now, second, be clear about your schedule for being paid. They are employing you. And whilst you might not always get to set the terms, particularly when you're doing subcontracted work, you should be clear what your boundaries are. For instance, if you're subbing for an agency doing photographic work, then that agency has terms for subcontractors that they're paid within 30 days. You should have a document back to them being clear about what will happen if those timings are not being met. So always draw up a contract of works, no matter how simple it is, and be clear always what your schedule is for being paid and doing the work. And don't be afraid to ask for a deposit and never shy away from having payments in tranches. That way, you're covering your back all the way and you're setting lines in the sand that mark phases of the work. Most of my work that isn't done on a retainer is billed in three stages. A deposit, usually 40 to 50%, plus outright fees if there's kit or venue hire or other expenses, with another 25 to 30% paid at an agreed midpoint, with a final balance being paid on delivery or broadcast or the release date or whatever. And third, and this is more of an aside, but know what you're worth. It's been my experience over the years that clients that haggle, they're clients that promise new work down the line for a cheap deal now those clients that penny pinch and panic they're always going to be trouble yes that seven letter word trouble they will be it i guarantee the ones that pay you the most that pay your rate without a nary a thought they are the ones that will pay you on time don't have revisions and they'll let you get on with it why because they know what you're worth they respect what you're worth, and because of that respect, they respect that you're a professional. They know that the best way to get the job done for them is to pay you properly, on time, and to leave you alone as a professional to get the job done the way you 
want. Now, there's probably a whole podcast on that point alone, but there we are. So you've done all the steps that we've talked about so far. You're either halfway in or maybe you've bravely chosen to build them all at the end and you've done all the work and you're waiting for your money. What then? Well, it might sound obvious, but the first thing to do is to get in touch. The people that you're dealing with are human. They're busy. They've got shit going on in their lives as well. And it's amazing how many times you can work it up in your head that you're being screwed only to drop them an email or a call and to get an immediate apology and payment that moment. Don't build it up. Don't catastrophize. Communicate. Communication is key. If they've just missed something, you're going to get it sorted almost immediately most times. But if that's not the case, then now's the time to figure out what's going on. Are they unhappy with what you've done? If so, you can find out and find ways of fixing it that are in line with what you mutually agreed and how you expect to be paid for that. If it's not something you've done, ask how you can help. Remember, just as we're talking about not being paid here, the person you're working for might well also have the same issue. Approaching the issues with a view to getting paid yourself in a way that they can afford in the quickest way possible and allowing them to be open with you about that will, well, in my experience at least, clear up almost all of your payment issues. You know where they stand. They're not hiding in a closet from you hoping you'll go away and everyone can get to the end of the contract in a state where they're able to work together in future. That is your best option here. And it's the one so many people forget. You leap immediately to threats, to debt collectors, to removal of content, or a thousand one other overreactions. So you're far more likely to end up in a situation where you overreact, where the whole situation drags on, there's bad feeling all around, and you don't get your money anywhere near as quickly as you do if you were to communicate. Now, all that being said, there are of course times when communication doesn't work. Now, normally you've got a good idea beforehand that the person or the company actually hasn't behaved well. People can be dicks. Let's not forget that. So them not engaging with you at this stage often doesn't come as a grand surprise. So what can you do? Well, again, my advice is don't overreact. If you haven't delivered the work yet, hold on to it they'll normally come around quickly enough. If, God forbid, you've given them the materials, then one, shake your head. But think about having a word with yourself in the mirror so you don't make that mistake again. But then once you've done that, send them a clear note that you've retained copyright and they are not to use, or if they're already using, to cease using it immediately. Then re-invoice them. Now, make sure that invoice goes to their accounts department as well as the person you're dealing with. Make it clear what is still owed and make it clear that it's overdue and importantly, now accruing interest. Here in the UK, you can look up the interest amount small businesses charge on the .gov.uk website. It's the same in Europe and in many other territories, you're charging a percentage over base. Don't stop trying to communicate, but if you're genuinely being ignored, don't start dropping offers. That time has long passed. So, do you go nuclear? Well, as I said earlier, I, I personally think that you should keep issues like this private in the first instance. I don't believe that dropping bad reviews, nuking content or bad mouthing does you any favors. It might feel good in the moment, but down the line and without both sides of the story, it could harm your ability to get work. So rather than doing the grunt work of getting payback yourself, farm it out. There's a reason that we have small claims, specialist business debt recovery services, court orders. And to be honest, none of these are difficult to use. And while it might take a bit of time to do, personally, I found they're the best way to deal with that 1% of contracts that go spectacularly south. And they're the most reliable way of getting paid when every other avenue has been exhausted. 
Now, I've been in business for myself since I left high school at 17, and despite what the opening of this episode may have said, those stories from my history are wild, outfield exceptions. They're not the rule. Most issues with payments are easily solved with good communication throughout the project. But if you do find you're having issues, just remember to stay calm, stay professional, and by doing so, you're importantly staying in control. Remember, it's almost certain not to be personal. Shit happens. So don't let yourself beat you up. Don't let them rob you of your confidence. Know your worth. Be clear about your expectations and always, always communicate. Now, if you'd like to talk more about your lived experience as a creative, drop us a DM. And if you're not already, subscribe today. Follow the links to our socials for more and tell your creative friends about Make so you and they can join us in the next episode. Until next time, I'm Neil Evans and this is Make.